<laughs> okay. So you got kids, married, single? What's what's the story? Um, well, I have a significant other, and I have three kids, but they're they're all grown and married. And oh, that's good. Got I actually have I have I even have a great grandson. <laughs> well, that's good. Great grandsons. Of, so you got grand grandchildren? How many? Um, let's see, uh, seven. Well, that's a goodly number. That keeps you busy. Yeah. Hey guys. Hi. Hey Kim. How are you? I'm Hello, fine. Hello Kim. Hi Wayne. I hear you. Yep, I'm here. Thank you. Sober as always. <laughs> hey Carol, I don't know if Patty's going to be on the call tonight. Uh, she's. Huh? Uh, I don't know if Patty's going to be on the call tonight. No, she huh. said probably not because of her granddaughter's wedding. And she's so excited about it. I know. She gets to ride out there in a golf cart because it's a ways. <laughs> I know, right? Well, hi, everybody. Who who do we have on the call tonight? I'm not logged in to see. Well, you know Carol and Wayne are here. Okay. Well, tonight's going to be about the essential oils, and we're just going to go over the basics uh, real quick. Um, <clears throat> has everybody looked at the oils online and taken a look at the description? Mm-hmm, pretty much. I love the new brochure. Oh, thank you. Thanks for your help on it. <laughs> You're welcome. Wayne? Yeah. Have you taken a look at them online? Yes. Okay. Did you see the new brochure? No, I haven't seen that. What's the new brochure about? Oh, because it's, it's got the prices. Right it's now, got right now. Guys, oh, we're talking about the oils online. So give me just a second here, and we'll go over the brochure in just a minute. So what I want to do is I want to talk about the general descriptions, the general uses, the general directions for use, and the precautionary statements. And under the precautionary statements, there are some other things that are included we'll talk about towards the end. But what I would like for everybody to know when they're talking to people about essential oils is just the basics. You don't have to know everything there is to know about the oil. If you have any questions, we do have uh, Shauna that we can uh, send her an email and ask her specific questions. We are going to get her on a phone call to um, uh, kind of give us a little class. So I'm going to pick out uh, maybe five to ten essential oils so we can get her on a class and she can uh, talk about it. But for today's class, uh, we're going to just talk about the basics. So when you're talking to people, that's all you need to know. So I'm also putting together a booklet that is going to match the description on the website so you'll have something that is a printable material as well. So uh, right now we're going to just talk about bergamot because it's the first thing. Does everybody have uh, kind of access to the Internet right now? Um, I don't. That's okay if you don't. Um there's there's five But I have I have the brochure here. But the brochure is not pertinent to what we're talking about. Okay. We're, we're gonna be talking about something different. Though the brochure does go with what we're talking about, uh I want everybody to familiarize themselves with what's on the internet. And don't forget I'll be putting that booklet together too so you'll have that as well. It's just gonna be a quick reference. So Right now, I'm just going to read a quick description of the bergamot. And right now, I have no idea what bergamot is as a customer. So I'm going to read this, and it, it says, Bergamot is the most delicate of the citrus plants, requiring special climate and soil in order to thrive. Italians have used bergamot for years to reduce feelings of stress, to soothe, to, and to rejuvenate the skin. In Greece, the unripe fruits are used as sweetmeats, eaten by the teaspoon or by the spoonful 
as a dessert or with coffee. Bergamot is unique in citrus oils due to its ability to be both uplifting and calming, making it ideal to help with anxious and sad feelings. It also is purifying and cleansing for the skin while having a calming effect. Does anybody have any input, any questions about that description right now? I just joined you. Sorry I'm late. This is Dan. Hi, Dan. Dan. Hello, everybody. Hello, Dan. Hello. Okay, so this is a general description. It really doesn't tell you what bergamot does. And there's a reason why we don't get very in-depth on the Internet. We have to obey the FDA laws and, and things like that. So what do you do? I, I You can research online. Uh, at some point later, I can um, put together a, a more in-depth booklet about the bergamot. But Carol brought up a, a good point the other day. How do you use all the oils at once? I'm not sure that you want to use all the oils at once. So those are some I'm, of the per- I'm pretty positive you don't. Well, sure. So these are some of the questions that we're going to ask Shauna when we have her on the call. So I want to be thinking about specifics about what you would like to talk to her about. I'll put together what's, a list. What's her name again? What's her name again? I'll write it down. Shauna. Shauna. Shauna, with an S. Shauna. She's the oils expert. I'm going to put together a list of between five and ten oils, and I'll send you those uh, oils that we're going to be uh, talking about and and having her give us kind of a little class about them. So I want you to be thinking about more in-depth questions about how to talk about the oils, the uses for the oils, uh, how many drops you use, what you can use them for, that kind of thing. The the one thing that is very important when you're using oils is you you want to uh, read up and familiarize yourself with the oils that can be used for children and the ones that cannot be used for children. And the same with pregnant and nursing mothers. Also, uh, there's some health-related issues similar with the pycnogenol. I think everybody on the phone has um, used pycnogenol at one point. But you had to check with your doctor if you were on a blood thinner like Coumadin. So there are some oils that are... Um, kind of like that, you want to check with your doctor before you use them. Now, I have put up on the Internet under about essential oils, the essential oil shelf life, what to look for, if uh, oil uh, kind of smells rancid, what you do about that, um, those kind of things. You can go in there and read those things yourself. It is uh Pretty important that you guys read these things um, when you're talking to people about them. I put up another article called Essential Oils Health Info, another one called Essential Oils in Children, another is one. Is this on the, hold on, is this on the website, right? Yes, it is. Right. Under About Essential Oils. Now, what is Shauna coming to do? When is Shauna coming to share stuff with us? I don't know that answer just yet. So I have two more points here I want to finish up. There's okay. another one called Essential Oils During Pregnancy and Breastfeeding. And then the last one is called Which Carrier Oil Do I Use? And the reason that that one is important is because there are some oils that you need to familiarize yourself that do require dilution. <laughs> and you dilute them with carrier oils, a carrier oil would be a sweet almond oil, a fractionated or unfractionated coconut oil, olive oil, uh, jojoba oil, and I'm not real positive how to pronounce that word. But there's different kind of oils that are used for different uses, and there is an article on the Internet, and you be responsible 
when using oils. So if you, if you have any questions about anything, please write them down so we're ready for Shauna when she comes on the call. And I, I don't know if it's going to be next Thursday or if it's going to be the Thursday after. So the next step in this process is I'm going to put together a list of the 10 oils, email them to you, email them to her, so we're prepared for her when she gets on the call. Uh, Kim? Yes, sir. This is Nick. Um, I, just, I want to make a couple, uh, just a couple comments. I absolutely love what you're doing because it it gives every gets everybody involved in the um, uh, a specific future call. So I'm absolutely thrilled with with what you're doing and the way you're handling this as far as uh, one of the future calls. Um, when Wayne asked about when Shauna was going to come on, um, it's it's going to be a little bit. All of you need to know, I don't want this to come out as any kind of a surprise or anything. Shauna is my daughter. So if you didn't know it, you certainly now know it. I don't want it to be a surprise and somebody come back on later and say, well, gosh, yeah, you know, we didn't know it was your daughter. You know, it's, well, why is it that, uh, you know, she's the expert in it and so on? Is it just something you're doing with bringing your daughter in? No. Um, my daughter, Shauna, has been, and she goes by Shauna Manjera. She's married, but she goes by Shauna Manjeris. Uh She has been into uh, essential oils, handmade soap, so on and so forth, and for uh, over 10 solid years, but uh, on a user basis for 20 years before then. And so she has studied. She's been to more classes and courses than I have on pycnogenol and antioxidants. She was a um, uh, the primary instrument in convincing Kim and I uh, to get into the essential oils and also the soaps. Um, the one thing I will make a comment on is, as we have some comments, you will find... 99 and 9 tenths percent of your answers on the Internet. One of the fastest growing areas in health and um, uh, uh, just taking care of ourselves, the future, how people are treating their bodies and so on, is in the arena of essential oils. It is the single fastest growing area in health uh, Today, it, it's growing faster than um, senior center retirement centers. And, I mean, it's absolutely just going crazy. And if you go on the Internet and you type in, like I just did, I typed in why use essential oils, and I typed it in on Google, there are 131 million results by just using and it, and we all know how the internet works if the word why and use and essential oils is in some part of the subject line it's going to come up but there are over 75 million responses to why use essential oils it is growing by leaps and bounds we have a real opportunity real potential in introducing it to people and I can promise you that there are people out there who have been using essential oils for 30, 40 years. I'm not going to know as much as they know. I don't intend to. What they will ask is various things about why your oils, as opposed to, and I'll just give you company names, Forever Living makes them, um, Longevity, I don't say makes them, they sell them, uh, Longevity sells them, New Skin sells them, uh, Amway sells them, uh, Young Living sells them, Duterra sells them. Duterra is number one in the world in the sale of essential oils. They just held a convention at the Utah something center. I apologize, I don't have the exact name. It's a, their big convention center. Over 40,000 people came from 68 countries. 
That's how big essential oils are. And we have something no one else has. Our oils are infused with the energy of Mother Earth. And it's an ancient formula that nobody has. They may catch on to it, but I I promise you, nobody has what we have in the potency. But if you go to the Internet and you type in, why use essential oils? Here's what I got. My year-long quest to discover the benefits of essential oils, just one of them on the front first page. Uh, The use of essential oils promotes healing, health, happiness, Um, in all who use them. Most essential oils are high in antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral properties. They are very effective against viruses as well as bacteria. After I had these questions answered, blah, 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 and it's an authority, uh, some report, who has written about this, and they talk about the fact that essential oils are still recognized as the first medicinal product ever used on the human body and they have gained incredible uh, significance and it's not uncommon for uh, medical doctors to know about it and to talk about it so I wanted to pass that on Kim I hope I didn't take too long but the things that you're going into I think a lot of the answers are going to be on the Internet. This one website I'm looking at, it gives the name lemongrass. That's one of the essential oils we have. Here's what it says, and they come right out and say it. It lowers cholesterol, lavender, in a diffused state, which we talked about diffusers in the past and how to use them, uh, in a diffused state, soothes children's, during what they call their um, uh, anxiety time right before dinner. Um, Peppermint and lemon uh, in a diffuser um, helps in energy. There's a couple more grapefruit it talks about, which is used for energy. There's just anything you want to look up, it's all there. Lavender for calming and helping sleep at night. Clary sage, wintergreen, ginger, uh, clove. Melaleuca, I I promise you, there is more information. You can spend your life learning about it and never make one sale. And and a lot of the people that we're talking to are going to know a lot about it. I I told you about my experience in the 57 uh, T-Bird. Well, I've had two or three others since then. I'm not going to talk about them, but um, I'm finding this is very common. I'm the new person to it. These guys have been in this game and been winning with essential oils for decades, and they've been buying them from a variety of sources. So, um, Kim, I'll turn it back to you. Thanks. I hope I didn't take too long. No, you're fine. Thank you for that information, and it, it goes hand-in-hand hand with what we're talking about. We We have a great potential here, and we need to learn about them. So, um, anybody have any questions at this point? Um, I have one because I was like on the internet looking, and some places said to store it in the refrigerator. Do you know anything about that? Uh, Patty and I looked that up, and there's a lot of places that say store them in the refrigerator. I think if you apply that to any oil that you know, I put my olive oil in the refrigerator. So it doesn't go rancid. I put my fish oh. oil in the refrigerator so it doesn't go rancid. So I would say, yes, you should probably put them in the refrigerator. Okay. Yeah, right now I have them. I have them in a hall closet where it's dark. <laughs> Kim, um, okay. let me make a comment. Um, Deuterra and Longevity, which are both the largest in the um uh, industry they were both doing they're just growing like crazy they're both over now a billion four to a billion six a year in sales and um one of the things that i found on their site they have 50 100 pages about various oils and you know what people use them for but one of the things that uh they talk about is yes you can keep them refrigerated 
that will um, reduce the potential because they have an oil, a lipid base to them. It'll reduce the potential of them turning rancid. Well, they're not going to turn rancid if you just keep them cool. But when you go to use them, you get more benefit when they are room temperature. Okay. I wondered where Patty got that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, room okay. temperature is, you know, and I remember the call the other day how people like cold, uh, you know, like to mix their Phytolive in cold or warm or whatever. Anytime you can get room temperature or in the <clears throat> mid, uh, uh, high 70s for drinking water, it's healthier for you. There's countless studies that talk about it, and yet I'm one of these guys. I like cold water. So just just know that. Okay. Uh, Kim and Nick, I, this is Dan. I, I need to share something with you uh, recently, and it was before my wife even knew that we were introducing oils. She went to a little trade show somewhere in town. She go, makes most of them, and she was attracted to the little booth where this fellow was selling essential oils, and he was convincing the people that his was so much better than what you can go buy at the health food store or the drug store. And I don't know how he was convincing. He was very convincing. He seemed to be very knowledgeable. And so my wife bought essential oil. I, she didn't tell me what she paid for it, but the other day when I paid one of the bills, I saw it. It was like $68 or something. And uh, I, don't, I don't even know which one she bought, but I just know that she was really sold on the fact that this man's oils is much different and better, for some reason, than what you can get normally. Now, is that? Is, have you heard that sales pitch before? Mm-hmm. Hello? Hello? Could you hear me? Hello? I, I could hear this, you, but... This is I can. Hi, Patty. I, I have been on the call, and I want, I want to tell you what I researched about putting it in the refrigerator. It says okay. You, you can put it in the refrigerator, but do not use it for 12 hours. So I think hmm. that's not a good idea. Okay. I have another suggestion about putting it in the fridge. Of course, before they're opened, they don't need to be stored in the fridge, but um, remove it when you remove it from the fridge. Measure out the portion that you're going to use. Let that room uh, come to room temperature, like you just said, about 12 hours, and put the remainder back in the refrigerator. Well, it, I have mine in in a roll top desk in one of the pigeonholes, and it's dark there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's perfectly safe. If you use it fairly quickly, it's certainly not going to go rancid. It will take no, some time no, to go rancid. No, no, but well, from from my research, what what I found was for the life life of one, a year is probably the less the least I saw. Absolutely, right. exactly. absolutely. Exactly. If you just keep it cool. Don't yeah. let it get ab- above 90 degrees, if you, meaning, you, you know, our sun. body temperature is 98. If you right. just keep it in a cool, dry, out of the sun, right. a, a year is, um, you know, some of the oils I've talked to people that have, uh, these other companies I've mentioned, they've had them for two or three years. Oh, some were even up to six. I'm sure. I'm sure you're right, Carol. Yeah. 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 R- Remember, your your essential oils are not really a true oil in the sense of olive oil. Olive oil comes from a live um, um, olive. Uh, there's a variety of other oils that can be used, and they're generally used for spices and cooking and so on and so forth. Essential oils contain no fatty acids, guys. There's no fatty acids, and though that's usually what constitutes um, a um, uh, an, an oil that can go rancid in any reasonable length of time. Right. You know, these these are natural aromatic compounds. It's like we I got asked 
uh, earlier today, somebody says, well, why is a rose so expensive? It takes pounds of the petals to get the rose oil. Right. And when you look at a lot of these, some of them naturally contain, it's like pulling a leaf off of a tree. Some of your leaves, uh, some leaves off of certain trees, like a eucalyptus tree, if you happen to see a live eucalyptus tree, you can grab the leaf and you can feel it. It has an oil feel to it. And yet you can go to others that feel very dry. You go to a maple and they feel very dry. Here in Colorado we have Rocky Mountain ash. And if you touch a Rocky Mountain ash, it's dry and it almost feels like it's brittle. And so if you were going to use, if you, if you were going to attempt to produce an oil from Rocky Mountain ash, the tree, it may take ten times the amount of leaves because in, in some of them, they only use the leaf. They don't use the stem. They don't use the stalk. They don't use the root. And yet in others, they do. So just know that they're, they're not really oils in the sense that we think of oils like an olive oil, uh, like a coconut oil, and some of those, because those are so highly processed. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Uh, you know, also, these are neuro, natural aromatic compounds. Okay, I do have one question because I ordered um, a couple diffusers and I should have them tomorrow. What do you put in that with the with the drops? Well, um, Kim, you want to answer? No, because we haven't gotten to diffusers okay, yet. Okay, okay. Um, I can tell you we have two diffusers in the house, and we got these um, over a year ago. And you guys have read the story, you know, that I, that we put on the website about what, you know, how I actually went, you know, and we did the research and I went into somebody's home and it just reminded me of me walking into my grandmother's house and this lady had uh, a diffuser and that's where I learned about them. And on in your diffuser, it, I can't tell you the type that you have, but... In ours, we put water, and there's a fill-to line in the diffuser. Okay. And you put water in it up to this fill-to line, and then you put how many ever drops you'd like. And in some cases, there's recommendations. In other cases, it's a personal preference based on um, how aromatic you want. And, and so what you do is you put four, five, eight drops, ten drops in the water, Put the lid back on, depending upon the style of the diffuser. Put the lid on, turn it on, and you'll see a, like a steam come out. And that steam is the aromatic dispersion of the water and the oil, which typically, this goes back to what I was saying, it's not the oil that you and I think about. This is more aqueous soluble, more water soluble. And so with the oil in, mixed in with the water, and as the diffuser does its action, you get this steam that comes out, and it permeates the whole house. Okay. It's really kind of cool. I can see how people have gotten, and I'm going to use a term, they almost get addicted to it. It's like, you know, they have to have their diffuser going, and and it's mood enhancing. It changes all kinds of, of things in the house. You walk into somebody's house, and you've got this wonderful aroma of um, lavender or of clove. My wife's crazy about the clove. She absolutely loves the clove because she likes clove. You know, I I do the cooking, and when I uh, uh, bake a ham, I always take the uh, uh, clove and stick it into the ham. You know, we all do that. But she loves the flavor of them. And if well, how never... long how how long do you let it run? Uh, the one that we have is not an expensive one, but it says it says right on it one hour, two hours, three hours. Okay. All right. So the one that you've got, I don't know, but. Well, I haven't um, got it yet. <laughs> okay, yeah, and and when you get it, you know, it'll have some kind of instructions, Carol, and it'll give you some information about it, and okay. uh, it'll you know kind of tell you how um, how that one is supposed to be used. Um, I can tell you that uh, the lavender is like exclusive in our bedroom. 
because when I go to sleep at night, sometimes my mind is racing 100 miles an hour, and that lavender calms me right down. I'm out like a light. All right. Hey, Nick. Yes. Um, I have been doing a lot of reading, and I wanted to make a couple of comments on what I've been reading. Uh, and one, and this would be great for people if you run across it, for questions. I have found some contradictory information. This is the Internet. I think anything that's out there has its contradictory side, too. So you may find information that doesn't agree with other information sources. Um, and and that's a good thing to question. Um, my I don't have any personal experience with oils. Um, you you don't want to say it again? I said that I don't have any personal experience with oils yet, um, but I do with incense. And incense also, do you have any friends that use them, Charlie? No, I don't. Not that I'm aware of, no. Oh, gosh, you, li- you live in the Bloomington area, and you've got all of those uh, those sure. kids there? Yeah, I'm sure they them. are. I just don't, yeah. I don't <laughs> but, I'm just kind but, of pulling your leg, but... Yeah. Um, I know my uh, one of my granddaughters goes up here to CSU, and I, I was shocked at how many kids have it when we go into their dorm. You know, sometimes we'll, we'll go to her place or, you know, she'll invite us over for one of their, um, oh, she has a Phi Kappa something, I don't know, some sorority, and we'll go to something. And they got one of these things running all of the time, and they got different scents going. I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I wanted one one of my personal experience with flowers in bloom. Um, uh, certain flowers will trigger feelings in me. Very will change me, my mood from negative to something um, uh, very calm, peaceful, uh, pleasant, smiling, happy, just from the smell. And one of those is lilac. If there's a lilac mm. bush in bloom near me, I'm in heaven. Uh, oh, you're right. Oh, you're totally correct. Lilac. I, yeah. Yeah, good point. Very good point. And catalpa blossoms and um, honeysuckle. A lot of people see honeysuckle. It's a beautiful smell to me. Um, and <laughs> Again, you're right on. Wait till you buy some honeysuckle gardenia soap. That will just, you. it's like, it's so wonderful and it's so refreshing and calming at the same time. The other thing that I wanted to share that I found really, really interesting um, out of high school or college, um, but we got kids or grandkids that are still in school, and a suggestion that I read was using peppermint um, while you are studying for a test. And then also smelling the peppermint again during the test. And the reason that peppermint is such a strong thing is you associate the, the, what you've studied and learned with that smell, and when you smell it again, it brings it back to you in memory. Well, I'm impressed. You've done some, some very good research because the other thing is that peppermint is a bronchial dilator, which increases circulation, which you go back to the pycnogenol, did exactly the same thing. And then you have the advantage of the peppermint being a recurrent smell. And I, I, I'm impressed. Yeah, that's, in, uh, that's impressive to hear that. Yeah, I thought it was a really fun fact, too. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into some things as we, as we progress, and as we talk to people, these calls will change, and people are going to want to share. I talked to somebody, and they said this, or I used it, and this is happening. Or um, it, It's kind of, as a kid, very young, I have an aversion to the smell of ether. When I was about seven years old, I had a, uh, I had a sore throat. I had a tonsillectomy in the doctor's office. That's when they did them. And they would do them. It took about seven to eight minutes. And they would put you under. They would put look like a little tea strainer over your nose and mouth, and they would drop ether in it. And it put you out. And every time I would walk into a doctor's office, even today, if ether has been in use, it's like, I'm out of here. So if we imagine, if we just think of that, 
how that affects us. Some of the things that you're saying, you know, about the peppermint and, the, and about the lilac and some of the things that we've heard. It's like, you know, read that story I wrote walking into this individual's house. It immediately took me right back to my grandmother's home and walking it and walking into it because it was a smell. And that affects us. It affects our mood. It affects headaches. It affects how we think and breathe, all of it. We're going to get into an area with uh, essential life oils that is totally unexplored territory for at least at this point, all of us on this call. And we are going to fall in love with it. And you add that to nourishing your body through the Phytolive, the Life Core Shake, Immunipro, and there may be a couple other products. Our intent is to bring out the Pycnogenol again and possibly hey. aloe. And I can promise you, we're talking about extending life and not only extending it, but during the extension, having a much higher quality of life. And those are the things that this, for me, you know, without getting preachy, you know, that's what, that's what our lives are about. It's a quality of life. Uh, Nick, this is Doris. Hi, Doris. I've got a question. You bet. Okay. Uh, all right. So I'm, I'm imagining this. Uh, I've never, I've never done oils, but this is really, really getting interesting. Uh, but I'm wondering, like, okay, person wants to uh, change the oil, <laughs> change the oil in their diffuser, and how do you go from one oil to another oil? I mean, is there something that you take out and wash it? Yes. There, uh, um, the one that we have, it has like a basin, a little bowl, and in that. Um, that you know that basin it just comes right out and I pull that out and I do use a um, commercial detergent now I'm not going to uh, as soon as I run out of this because we talked about you know my daughter Shauna she also has an incredible soap that I don't know if we'll introduce into the company but it's a product that um, doesn't have any chemicals in it but I will use a Dawn, a Dove, or some kind of a dishwashing soap to clean it all out, rinse it out uh, with tap water, and then I use a water that has no chlorine in it. That's my personal preference. It's, it's a filtered water with no chlorine, and it's as pure water as I can get. I find that the essential life oils, even as potent as they are, it seems to be a stronger aroma when I use a pure water as opposed to a tap water. Now, I know I'm getting a little detailed, and I hope you know you guys don't chew me out for it. But you know, I'm just you know learning about it, and as I've heard people in some of these other companies, I find it makes a difference. So you can wash it, you clean it, rinse it, and then you put a new or a new amount of water, and then you can go to clove or you can go to lilac, or like Charlie was saying, or you can use one of the other uh, types. And some of it, you know, you may want to um, uh, use, like, you remember the vaporizers when, uh, I know when I was young, of course, I'm older than all of you almost, and so... I mean, we used to use Vicks Vapo Rub, and my mom would put it on my chest and put a washcloth on it, and you'd breathe that. And I'm telling you, it opened up everything. Well, the essential oils are certain ones that will do exactly the same thing. So if you clean your, your diffuser, you can put in the new oil, and you're going to have a brand-new clean smell. Okay, uh, I've got another question. What do you think, uh, you think about using distilled water? Yeah, you use distilled water. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, all right. My other Thanks. question is this. Um, I, my, I live in a 130-year-old house, so um, I've been here now for 20 years, and, oh, well, and I lived in this house as a kid. I'm jealous, and, uh, Doris, It I like has a basement that you wouldn't want to put into a horror movie. It's like the dungeon. It's the it's the old brick, uh, the old stones, and, and the stink is so bad down there that I don't even go into my basement at all. Um now, this manages to filter upstairs uh, to a degree. I've got everything closed off that I can possibly close off, but still and again, it, it, you know, it migrates. Uh, some spring to, to the fall is okay. I have a, a fan going from the outside all the time. But now this is getting really interesting to me because um, 
it sounds to me like I would be able to buy an oil or oils that would be beneficial to my lungs and I could have this thing going over the winter months when the whole house is all closed up and I have the danger of the of what's in these smells coming up from the basement. Is there something, one of those oils There's or more than one of the oils that are actually beneficial to the lungs? Uh, Kim, you picked a great topic because this is really getting interesting. It's getting into more things than than I thought we would get into. But, Doris, you're 100% right. And I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Tomorrow, call me. I'm still here at the office. But give me a call here at the office. I used to do radon detection, and I used to do elimination ah. of radon. And I'll talk to you about how you can get rid of that smell. In addition to that, I was a firefighter, and we had to clean uh, the burning ashes smell out of homes. And so I'll talk to you about how to get rid of that in your cellar, basement, da-da-da. But you're 100% correct. Essential oil use increases by 40% from October through May. Exactly. And you're, and you're, I mean, you hit it. You know, there was no prompting. There wasn't anything. This is a natural evolution when we're looking to learn. This is what occurs. And so the things that have come out have benefited everybody. And the things that you've talked about, I'm going to promise you, it'll make all of the difference. Um, you put a lavender in your basement. I'm only using that because the term's been used. But you put it in the basement, and I'm going to promise you, in the next day or so, you're going to smell it through the whole house. And it will make a difference, and there are certain ones that will help uh, as a, uh, uh, a bronchial vasal dilator. And as you inhale that, and especially in an older home, and they're probably pretty well sealed, a house that old has probably got lath and plaster. Yes. And, okay, and lath and plaster, they don't breathe. And so what you are doing inside the home is going to be retained, and in particular with what's coming up in the winter. So you give me a call tomorrow, dear, and we'll talk about that. I sure will. Thank you very much. Yeah, you betcha. Hey, Nick, this is Sandy. Yeah, Sandy. Hi. Hey, I've got a question. You know, we've been using essential oils for quite some time, really for the last couple of years, that uh, my husband um, – husband's boss she mixed them together herself and a lot of times i didn't even know what they were but we have a a diffuser and it says on it to use tap water only but you said it'd be better to go ahead and use um the steel well i i learned from what i feel is people smarter than me who have been doing this for a number of years and they were the ones that were telling me to put a, um, uh, you know, like the comment was made, a distilled oil uh, water, but a clean water with no chemicals in it because it will alter, and we have to think about that, it will alter what the um, essential oils are going to do in our uh, in the diffuser. So the cleaner the water, the better. Now that's that's you know the way, that's the way I do it, and from people that have been doing this longer and smarter than me, I just listen to what they've said. We could tell a difference, and then because initially, like I said, you know, we were using somebody else's oils, and then when we went to our formulas that have got the you know their Earth Energy enhanced, much more potent, much more potent, and instead of using six to eight drops, we're using three to four drops. Nick, well, I with the ones I'm about. using, I'm, I'm using sorry. eight drops. I'm using eight drops in mine, but um, well, we've been just buying it somewhere else. So I'm actually, I'm really excited to try what you've got. And you said you used have used half the drops. I did, I did, but that's also okay. with a um, it, it's a filtered water. Uh, it may not quite be or be quite as as uh, pure as a distilled but it's still a good filtered water. My main issue is to get rid of that darn chlorine and get rid of some of the uh, chemicals that are in the water that are okay. added to keep the, the the water flowing in the pipe, so to speak, that are 70, 100 years old underground. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got an 8R diffuser. Should I add more drops since it's a longer one? Oh, gosh. It's an 8-hour? Yes. Oh my word! I like I use it how all my, night long. How much water do you put in? How much water? 
just to I the mean, fill line. I mean, is I've it got, like a quart or a pint? Oh, it's not. Probably more like a pint. Okay. But it runs okay. for eight hours, and because I like to run it all night long. Oh, uh, and I'm totally with you. Um, mine doesn't run all night long. I put it on three hours, and I'll, we'll talk in the evening, and I'll put the lavender on in, in the bedroom. And um, it probably holds mm, two-thirds of a cup, and that's it. And it will run for the three hours and then turn off because I'm sound asleep and I'm, you know, off in la-la land and just having happy dreams. Mm. It does help you sleep, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, gosh, yes, gosh, yes. And that's, you know, I appreciate you saying that because your your experience, your testimony, even though it doesn't relate directly to our um, essential life oils, it's a testimony to the benefit of essential oils. And mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff helps just as much because we've got a lot of people on the, on the call that really don't have a lot of experience. So thanks. I appreciate you sharing that. Well, we have, um, well, this lady it doesn't work with my husband anymore. So, um, but she has something that I had problems with my knees for a while. And she has something I would use on my knees and the pain was gone. But really, since I have been back on the Fido Life, I don't have any problems anyway. Oh, that's that's excellent, and that tells you that ultimately what was needed, the uh, Fido Life is supplying from the internal side because there are essential oils that are used, and you know we all enjoy love a, a, a nice massage, and essential oils are used during the time of massage frequently. And in addition to that, when you're mm-hmm. laying there. Uh, you know, 99% of the masseuses have got some diffuser off in the corner and some just, you know, almost a melodic um, aroma that's in their diffuser. And it just gives, you know, just a good smell while you're getting your uh, massage. But that's topical um, uh, if they're using an essential oil, but it tells you the Phytolive is giving you what your body needs internally. That's really good to hear. Anybody else? Nick, I wanted to say something about chlorine and tap water uh, uh-huh. without getting too technical about about it. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> chlorine, iodine, fluorine, and bromine um, are all the, mo- are, are the most reactive elements in the periodic table. Chlorine is used in the tap water because it kills every living thing in the water. So bacteria and viruses are destroyed. When you drink tap water, you're also bringing that chlorine into your body where it reacts chemically with your body. Same thing is going to happen with the essential oils. It will react with those oils and change them chemically. So my suggestion, or what I'm going to try, uh, based on no experience at all, is um, spring water, which doesn't have any chlorine in it. But it But it still has the the uh, uh, metals in it that uh, make it ionizable. And part of, I think, a part of how these things work is by being ionized and then breathed in. So distilled water doesn't conduct electricity at all. Okay. Where, uh, tap water and spring water will conduct electricity. Yep, yep, you're right. And Did you uh, use this? I'm sorry. Would go you ahead. use the spring water with the minerals in it or without? Well, spring water, all spring water, as far as I know, has some mineral content, or it's not a spring water. It, it okay. will, it will to some degree, and it. And you're right; it depends on where it comes from. I, you know, living in the mountains, we had two wells, and um, all I did was just make sure that we got rid of the. Um, um, any potential from Giardia or anything that may have gotten into the water, um, and we just drank it, you know, right straight. But it did have some minerals. You're right. Well, I know when you buy bottled water, um, some of it says with mineral enhancement. Yeah. But I, I, I'm going to go back to somebody, uh, you know, a little smarter than me, made a comment earlier about distilled water. Distilled water really is pretty cheap. And um, I think at this point, 
that um, that may be the most beneficial for using uh, the essential oils because you're not going to find that there's anything in there, and it's not going to react or give you any reduction in potential benefits um, like I believe tap water will. Well, yeah, because you don't know what's in tap water. No, no, you don't. And I want to make a comment it, as um, uh, Charlie was talking. Uh, we have a place here, uh, this, a thrift store. People donate stuff, you know, they just want to get rid of it from their house. And I went into it, and they had a diffuser in there. And I thought, you got to be kidding. I bought that diffuser for $3.50. And I figured, okay. It's a used diffuser, so I'll get it home and I'll clean the whole thing up. And I did. It absolutely works uh, amazing. And you can buy diffusers for 50 and and $100. They're all over the place. So, you know, be prudent. Eventually, uh, when I say eventually, in the future, we will handle the uh, diffusers on a couple different levels. There are... Um, uh, going to be diffusers that specifically are going to work with the essential life oils because ours do uh, that oil does have a lot more energy than the standard oils from other companies. So we're looking at uh, several of them right now, and eventually we will introduce them. And we're, you know, when the time comes, we'll talk about whether they're going to be in the compensation program or they're just going to be a direct sales aid buy, and we'll just keep the price down as low as possible so there'd be no commission. Or and we may use them also for um, contests and incentives. So, Kim, I'm sorry I kind of took things over. You can chew me out after the call. <laughs> you did not. This has been an excellent call. I think everybody's working very synergistically and asking a bunch of questions, and it's been working out very well on all the calls, and I think everybody's enjoying that. So, okay. Yeah. Any more questions before we go? we got contests and tomorrow. Any questions about that? Before we go. Nope. Any questions about that? I don't have anything else. Does anybody have anything else? Nope. Just a good call. I don't have anything. <laughs> we can Great talk about the next time, okay, Carol? Okay. Yes. And uh, Doris, don't forget to call me tomorrow. I will remember. This is very important, and that's excellent news. Okay. Okay, cool. Hey, thanks, guys. Kim, great job. Good topic. Really, really good. Well, thank you Bye. for interrupting. Okay, guys. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.